Hello, you people. Hello, you people. Hello, you people. Pickles? Hello, you pickles. I don't know if we would call them pickles. Hello, pickle. That's a British thing, I think. Okay. Yeah, you made that up. Hello, Pickle. Hey, you definitely made that up. I'm going to look that up. I know it's from a British thing I've seen. Someone calls somebody Pickle. I'm Nate. I'm perplexed. <laughs> and I am joined as a special guest hostess for the Motley Soup <laughs> with the world-famous hostess of Criminal Wind. Yes! 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 Yerp. <laughs> Yerp. 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 Now, we know what movie that's from. Yes. Yes. Yerp. Hot Fuzz. Yes. One of the funniest movies ever made. Narp. <laughs> Narp. Yarp. Okie dokie. Welcome to another edition of the Motley Soup Podcast. This is going to be a quickie, kind of like old school style, like we used to do it back when we first started, just a melding of stories and such. Yeah. Is this all me? No, I've got one. All right, you got one. You, but, but I got a fuse. You. you got a fuse. I got a fuse. Not like a fuse you light. Yeah, or yeah. a fuse for a breaker. Breaker, breaker, one. You wouldn't light one of those. No, you wouldn't light. You could. It. You could. I mean, if you want to be it's fried, deal. <laughs> light this fuse, and you're fucked. This has gone off the rails already. Already gone off already. the rails. All right. So anyway, and we will do some shameless plugging. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. For those of you that watched our Facebook Live video, you know there's some shit going down. Now, for the future of the Motley Soup Podcast, some merchandise, some uh, YouTube, and some uh, Patreon. And you're the uh, you're the guiding light of all that for the Motley Soup Podcast. Oh yes, I do the I do the shameless plugging on the We Can't Wrestle Podcast. I'll let you take that over on the all Motley right. Soup Podcast. We'll hit them with it in the middle of the episode, yeah, you know? So, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll Don't there. fast forward through the shameless plugging because you get good information about the show and I might have a quip or two. You never know. You might miss a good joke. I might just oh. throw one in there, you know? Well, bam. hey oh, Got it. A zinger. All right. So, let's start the show off with an interesting story. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Dateline. Where the fuck am I? Dateline, Wisconsin. <laughs> That's where the fuck you are. Wisconsin. I didn't even know there were beach. Well, I guess there are beaches in Wisconsin. Wisconsin on the one end. Hits Maybe the lake. it could even be a man-made beach. You know. Well, no, Wisconsin. You know, Wisconsin does hit the lake there. There, and then there's Michigan. So that's true. Wisconsin beachcomber got more than he bargained for after sc- discovering what appears to be a brain. That had washed ashore. Why just a brain? Now local authorities are trying to figure out who or what it came from. Well. It didn't register as a human brain. I was just like, what is this? Jimmy Senda, 47, said of his gruesome find, the racine-based construction worker and artist said he frequently searches nearby beaches offshores of Lake Michigan for items such as sea glass to incorporate in his sculptures. So he was understandably intrigued after happening upon a package wrapped in aluminum foil fastened with a pink rubber band while perusing the beach on Tuesday. So yeah, the police are apparently still trying to figure out, but old dude found a brain that was uh, wrapped in foil with a pink rubber band around it. It just looks like a chicken. <laughs> it looks like a chicken. Like maybe, a, maybe like when, a cooked chicken. Maybe when he first got it, that's what he thought it was. Oh, like, there's no pictures. Just a tiny thumbnail. Yeah, no. Seriously, it looks like a cooked chicken that has just been cut at the 
the rib, you know, mm-hmm. the rib area, like a rotisserie chicken. Kind of wacky. Kind of wacky. Kind of a wacky story there about the brain. Why just the brain? I wish there would have been a pinky in there. Why? Because then it would have been a pinky in the brain. Okay. <laughs> Lord. Right. Trying to take over the world, pinky. How are we going to do that, Brian? What are we going to do to take over the world today, Brian? I love that show. It was a fun show. Animaniacs. Animaniacs was great. Good shit. <laughs> very, very good shit. How about this story here? Bum, bum, bum. If it'll load for me. <sighs> In London. Harry Harvey. That's a fun name. Harry Harvey. Um, was reported missing at 1.30 p.m. on Sunday after he became separated from his walking partner while out hiking in the Yorkshire Dales in the northeast of England. Police, the Royal Air Force, and mountain rescue workers spent four days searching for the experienced hiker, and a press conference was planned Wednesday at the Tanhill Inn situated within the National Park. But the planned appeal turned into a celebration when Harvey turned up at the press conference. What? The wildlife photographer had spotted him while out on the moors and contacted rescuers. Embraced by his son and daughter-in-law, Harvey, who had a large dressing on his forehead, addressed the cameras and waiting reporters. So he showed up at the press conference where they were going to announce that they were trying to find him. That's interesting. <laughs> and he was, uh, it's in England, so he was like, Hello, Pickles! Ah. And yeah. so that went down. That went down. So that was fun. That was another fun That's story, a fun right? One. That's, That's a little bit of the soup. That's why we call it a soup. That's why we call it a soup. That's why we call it a soup. Uh, give me something over there. Okay. Help me out. So I thought it was so strange that there are people on this planet that don't have an inner monologue in their heads. What? Yeah. There are people that walk this earth. That don't have the ability to have an inner monologue. They can't hear their thoughts? Is that what you're saying? They can't hear their thoughts. I guess hearing your thoughts is a weird way of putting it, but... Well, you don't, like, hear them in your ears. But I hear my thoughts all all day long. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, oh, farted. (laughs) Farted again. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, farted again. So... I think I want Subway for lunch. Right, exactly. (laughs) What do I want for lunch? That's what I want for lunch. What what does your inner voice sound like? Does it sound like you or something else? I don't know that it sounds like anything. Really? Yeah. Mine sounds just like me. Like, hold on. I just thought things, and I didn't hear so weird. I didn't hear... I don't hear anything. It's there, but I don't hear it. Like, it's, it's weird. Hmm. You hear yours? Yes, yeah, like, like it's me. an actual voice. It's a voice in my Mine head. is like a bubble. It's like a bubble with no noise, but it's there. Weird. Yours yeah. is weird. Even weirder are the people that don't have them. Yeah, you're right. But Oofa. I just think it's weird that you don't actually hear it because mine does sound, it sounds like me. No, I don't actually hear anything. It's like a, I don't even know how to describe it. That's why, to me, it's a thought. I don't hear my thought. I have a thought. I have an inner monologue that's constantly running. <laughs> I mean, you can possibly imagine my inner log is constantly running. Yes. It is running all the time. Right. I, would, I, just, I want everyone to think about their inner monologue for just a moment and tell us. What what do you hear? Do you hear your voice? Do you hear another voice? 
Are you like this guy over here that just has like a thought bubble? Bloop. Bloop, bloop. There it is. Thought bubble. Thought bubble. That's that's very thought provoking. Yeah, it was. It's going to make my inner monologue churn all night long. Good. <laughs> that was that was your thing. That's, that's it. That's your contribution. That was my contribution. All right. Thing, y'all. Well, you contributed probably the most intelligent thing. You probably contributed the most intelligent thing to the show. I don't know. As per usual. See, you had a story about a brain, and I had a story about using your brain. Whoa. Deep. <laughs> this shit got deep today. That was totally accidental, by the way. Accidental. That yes, not script. None of this is scripted. Ever. You can listen to this show and know it's not scripted. Ever. Ever. Other than you know, no, never, never, never scripted. No. No. All right. So, one year anniversary. A British woman who married a tree is celebrating the couple's one year wedding anniversary. Kate Rose Cunningham, now Kate Rose Elder. Elder? Because she married an elder elder tree. tree. Said, I do to an elder tree at Rimrose Valley Country Park in Sefton, Maryside. All my stories are from England right now. In 2019 and says it was the best decision she's ever made and she has no plans on divorcing her partner any time soon. In addition to being married to a tree, Kate also has a real boyfriend and two kids, so it's safe to say the relationship she has with the elder isn't monogamous. However... Making such a serious commitment to the tree, which she visits up to five times a week, was a no-brainer since she immediately knew it was the one. Married a tree. Now, um, I'm kind of jumping ahead here to the crux of the story. It's This is really all about activism. Well, I figured. After seeing Mexican activists marrying trees as a form of protest against illegal logging and land clearing, Kate knew she wanted to follow in their footsteps. For Kate, it was about preventing Rimrose Valley Country Park from becoming a bypass to ease traffic congestion in the area. So, this lady married a tree. Hmm. To prevent congestion in a... Highly populated area, huh? Yes. Okay. Well, at least she knows her husband never has trouble getting wood. Hmm. hey Yeah, I made the childish joke. I had to. But she married a fucking tree. I, you know what I mean? Like, come on, lady. Well, actually, I don't want to spoil too much. I am going to be doing a story on my podcast about people that marry dead people. Necromarriage? It's just... Call, I think it's called like spiritual marriages. They're they're practiced in areas of China. Oof. So yeah, I'll be talking about that. So I guess they don't have till death do us part at the end of those. No, like these people marry dead people. Like they weren't like some of them were already married, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and they just celebrate kind of in a different way after death. But no, some of these people marry single women off that were that died to rich men that are alive. That's wacky. Isn't that crazy? Fucking wacky. So, yeah, again, I'm not going to get too far into that, but since you talked about the tree, I thought I'd tell you. Well, there's well, actually a shameless plug. There's actually stranger things that go on in this world. This whole episode, it's like we are synced up together. I know. I know. Well, actually, I, I did, wasn't planning on talking about that, but since you mentioned the tree, it made me want to, you know, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. It could be stranger. Uh my inner, my inner monologue told me to say it. 
<laughs> I let it go. You know, want to hear another gruesome story? Sure. Illinois police made a gruesome discovery inside gruesome. a suitcase. A man allegedly traveled from Kentucky. I'm not surprised. While aboard a Greyhound bus. CBS Chicago reports that police made the discovery on Tuesday at a home off of 164th and Wood Streets in Marka, Illinois. A man whose name hasn't yet been revealed allegedly boarded a Greyhound bus in Louisville, Kentucky and traveled over five hours with the body parts to the Chicago Greyhound station where his family picked him up. The man arrived at the family member's home and never unpacked his luggage. For days, the luggage sat untouched, drawing suspicion from the family. He went to a library a few days later. Someone opened when he went to a library a few days later. Someone opened the luggage and discovered female body parts. Interesting. There were some early reports of a foul odor coming from the bags. The chief police, the chief of police, Terry White, told the outlet. The family immediately con- contacted authorities. When police arrived, they noted several chopped up body parts of one woman inside the luggage. They cordoned off the home to further investigate. The suspect was taken into custody on Tuesday night, but so far has not been charged with a crime. Okay. Rode for five hours on a Greyhound bus with some lady's body parts in a bag. Oof. Oof is right. You're like, not surprised it's Kentucky. That's funny. I'm not. I'm not surprised. This one I saw today. Usually I amass these stories over a few days. Um, This one I saw today and I thought uh, maybe this might get you a little fired up. Oh. Because it got me a little fired up. Oh. About animal cruelty. Oh, I know. Yeah. A bizarre trend in China has emerged that sees people trapping live animals in keychains and selling them as keepsakes. Animal Wait, activists animal activists have revealed that some people in China are carrying live amphibians, turtles, and fishes as keepsakes. These small animals are trapped alive in small plastic bags. The bags contain a small quantity of water, crystallized oxygen, along with some nutrients just to keep the animals alive. The airtight packages are inhumane, of course, and people trap these animals in tiny prisons for fun. According to experts, these animals survive on the bare minimum of food, confinement, water, food, confinement, water, and oxygen. Is there a picture? Nonetheless, the animals only survive in their tiny prison for two to three months. So if the owner wants the pet to live, they must cut it out of the plastic. Well, yeah. Not everyone takes that measure, though. Some people simply let them die and throw the keepsakes away. But why? People have been sparking photos of these keychains along online, sparking rage across the globe. And according to reports, China authorities have done nothing to stop this animal cruelty practice. Well, in they fact, don't care. in fact, traders sell these keychains openly near subways and roadside markets. Thousands of stalls across China also sell these souvenirs. So yeah, it's like little lizards and turtles and fish, and they're just in a bag as your keychain. It's, and- yeah, it's like a plastic bag. But not like, you know, a sandwich bag. No. This is... It's like the... It's like a... It's a plastic fucking bag. Mm-hmm. Like vacuum sealed kind of a thing. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? That is fucked up. Thanks, China. You fuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these, these have... Like, there's pictures, and you're right. There's fish and lizard, and... It looks like a, there's a turtle... I'm like, but why? What's the point? That's not even cute. That's a number one. That's a big keychain, and you know it ain't lightweight. 
Mm-hmm. But what's the... And this is for months. So they live in this little thing, mm-hmm. and they survive for a month or, or a couple months. Two to three months, yeah. They're given crystallized oxygen, water, and then, like, nutrients in there that'll sur- help them survive. That's for... so stupid. That's stupid. Terribly inhumane. That's stupid is what it is. Stupid. It's not even It's not even cute. No. Not even a little. Nope. It's stupid. Well... I knew that would get you fired up. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm so mad. I knew it would do the trick. Like, at first I thought, you know, you were telling me, oh, that you know, they're collecting, like, the corpses of these creatures. Like, they're, they're just, their bones, they're making keychains out of their bones. I'm like, well, if they're already dead, you're not doing anything inhumane, you mm-hmm. know. You're just... Nope, this is a live they're, creature. They're, they're probably bred... To put into these little bags, and then salt. Mm-hmm. And they're alive. Wow. Terrible. Yeah. Last thing. My last thing for the show. I saw an article, and I'm going to do these... I'm going to do one per episode now, until they're done. I think there's like seven or eight of them. But I saw an article as I was scrolling through the interwebs of... It was like seven or eight things you should never Google. Okay. And this isn't like two girls in a cup. It's not like, you know, that kind okay. of thing. Like you're going to find disturbing so There's no warning or, or anything? No, no. It's it's not like that. It was just like things that, things or stories that you might find disturbing, you know, so don't Google this. Well, I'm going to. Have you ever heard of the of a rat king? No. A rat king. If you don't like rodents, folks, you don't want to see the rat king. What a rat king is, or as the French call it, a roi de rats. Okay. Is a pack of rodents whose tails have become entwined. The adhesive for this rat tangle may be dirt, blood, or feces, or the tails may simply be knotted together. The number of rats in a rat king varies wildly. Two rats can make a rat king, albeit a pretty pathetic one. Rat kings literally are these rats that get intertwined together, so now they're just moving around. As this, that's actually really interesting. It's the uh, the biggest one ever um, is mummified. Was mummified. I'm sorry. Um, from and it's in a museum in Altenburg, Germany. Because some for some reason Germany is a particular hot spot for reasons unknown. But the biggest one they found. It's mummified. It has 32 of them. There's a picture wow. of it of the. Rat King. Of the mummified Rat King. Yes. So just imagine 32 rats coming at you all at once in this in this entwined snarl of, of rat. That's incredible, though. <laughs> I think it's crazy. That's really interesting. I will probably Google more on that. All I right. know you said something not to Google, but I'm really interested. Well, there's going to be uh, one of these interesting things on each upcoming episode uh, until I run out. Deal. Of these things that uh, that I was told by this article not to Google. Well, I can't not not Google it. You can't not not. Yeah, I was the same way. Yeah. I couldn't not not Google it. Right. So that's it. Well, we're curious people. We are. We're thinkers. We're thinkers, not stinkers. We're thinkers. Thinkers. Yep. Thinkers. In my inner monologues, a thinker. Your inner monologue needs to be an it's outer speak- monologue. Actually, mine is a speaker. Yours is a thinker. 
Lisa's not a tweaker. Oh, that's true. Anybody <laughs> got any of them? Any more of them thoughts? Them thoughts. Um. So, speaking of which, let's wrap it up. You do some shame, shameful, shameful, shameful plugs, shameless some... plugs, <laughs> shameful plugs. I guess I need to be more shameful of what I'm saying. <laughs> shameless plugs, really quick. Let the people know. All right. So we have we have our Patreon page, which since the last time we spoke about that, mm-hmm. I've made a lot of adjustments and changes. And we have a cat sneezing in the background. <laughs> so there you go for that. He's excited. He's so excited he's sneezing. We also have our merchandise page, which is... Teespring. Teespring. Thank you. That was having a moment. We're going to be adding some more stuff to it soon. We just got to get there. Lots of, lots of stuff. You get 10% off if you use the the code word SUPERFAN, and that expires on the 1st of October. If you liked the live Facebook video we did mm-hmm. last week, I think it was. It was last Saturday or I Saturday so. before I something? Think the last Saturday. If you like stuff like that, if you want us to do more stuff like that, join the Patreon. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, because that's... Join, subscribe to our YouTube page. Those are where those kind of things are going to happen the most. Okay. Okay. We're still going to have fun on Facebook Live. You know? Yeah. But we are going to have a Patreon page for a lot of our videos. And, and, I mean, just, you know, even for a couple of bucks a month or whatever, essentially what you're doing is you're just supporting the show. Yeah. That's what you're doing. If you like the soup, if you like listening, if you like us a little bit, even just a little bit. We have them as low as a dollar a month. Yes. Like, and, and honestly, I, we have a few offers for people, even if they just contribute a dollar a month to us. So, like, if we ever decide to start doing giveaways, which we are going to start doing some fun giveaways, mm-hmm. if you are a contributor on Patreon, if you miss the participation part, it doesn't matter because since you, you support us, we're going to put your name in the hat anyway. Absolutely. So there you go. Yes. And, and. Because we could do a rapid fire one, you know, just like, oh, you got an hour. Here we go. Participation. Here's our giveaway. Your friends want to know about the Motley Soup podcast. Yes, they do. They don't know they do, but they do. They want to know about it. And you should let them know. And you can let them know by wearing a Motley Soup t-shirt, by getting a Motley Soup bug, by wearing a Motley Soup mask. Even a fanny pack? We even have fanny packs. A fanny pack. I might get me one of those. Yeah. Rocket. I would wear a fanny pack. A rocket. Rocket. So, that being said, yes, support the soup. Let your friends know. Invite people to the Facebook group. Let them know about the podcast. Hit up the merchandise store. Check out the Patreon. Check out the YouTube. More stuff coming as time goes on. We're building this thing right now. But we encourage you... To support the show. Yes. Because you're super fans. And we, we, we're we happy that you guys listen to us. But we also, you know, want to bring you more content. But more content... Requires us... A little bit more money. Yeah. Requires <laughs> us more money and, uh, so and you, resources. Your contribution literally goes back into the show. We're like PBS right now with yeah. the pledge drive. We really are. But it's true. It's the truth. It really is. I mean, yes. like, you know... Full disclosure, your your funds will go into us being able to obtain funner stuff to either do for contests, for giveaways, or just better content. Exactly. You know. More entertainment. More bang for your buck. It's the truth. It's the, it's the ever-loving truth. Yeah. That being said, 
we're gonna put this rat king to bed the soup is over it's in the books the rat queen is ready to go to bed too all right then the rat queen can go to bed she's tired she had a long day we will see everyone next time around on the motley soup oh I want almost a whole episode. You didn't. I'm pretty sure you belched the beginning. Oh, did I? (laughs) (laughs) That's a belch sandwich. I'm pretty sure. Soup and a sandwich this time around. (laughs) The Molly Soup Podcast. (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. Oh, bye, y'all.